There's a lot of very specific Stuart language solutions in the world. <laughs> yes, I, I, do, I, I, in general, do not recommend that other people use computers the way that I use computers. <laughs> <laughs> everyone and welcome to season three episode 46 of bad voltage i uh, hope you're all doing very very well i'm here with of course my compadre mr stuart ian langridge how are you doing mr aquarius doing all right yo not too bad you know how it is yeah i do know how it is and it's not too bad uh, our our, our uh, friend and compadre jeremy beyonce garcia is sadly not here today um he um is at a world-renowned event called KubeCon, where thousands of people from all over the world have, have have dug out their passports that they haven't looked at in many, many years. They've checked the expiry dates uh, to make sure, make sure that they're actually valid. <laughs> and then they've got on an airplane and gone there. And, you know, probably right now, as we record this, they're actually at a party, having a great time. This is so unkind of you. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, uh one person wasn't able to read his passport, and uh, we're lucky because he's on the show. So, George Castro, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Remember, <laughs> check your expiration dates, or you might, you too might end up being a substitute podcast host while Jeremy's on the beach. I do have a question for you. So, sure. when did you realize? Like, when did you notice that it was... And tell, walk us through that moment, because I can yeah, only imagine so like, how your stomach sank. Like, like, you know how you have your passport, and you look at it all the time, but you're traveling, right? And then I had put it away, and I was like, oh, I think I'm good until, like, 2023 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I hadn't... It was, like, in a box. And I went in there, and I was like, no, off by one error. And if I would have caught it two weeks before, I could have expedited it. Um, yeah. But it was, like... A week before and i'm calling agencies oh. and you couldn't do it like i thought you could go to some place and you know you pay like five hundred dollars and the, the the government will expedite it in 24 hours or something like that. yeah pre-covid that's not a problem but now that you know ah, everyone just COVID. stopped wearing masks and everyone's traveling and stuff the guy's like well if you get to el paso texas uh, we can get you one in three weeks expedited and i was like dude that's not that's not gonna work. No, it's it's the same thing. It's the same thing here. Um, friend of mine is uh needs to renew their passport for exactly the same reason, and yeah. for exactly the same thing. Didn't realize it was coming up on the date, and it's stupidly queued up before COVID. Yeah, yeah. You do the expired thing. Now they're like, yeah. he sent the stuff in, and he hasn't even heard back that it's in the queue yet, and it's a couple of weeks in. I'm assuming right. then. I'm assuming then this conference is outside the US, is it? Yeah, it's in Valencia, Spain. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's Spain. like on oh. the beach. The the Twitter stream of pictures looks amazing. Yeah, and it wasn't expired. Remember, there's a there's a window depending on each country, right? So it expires within a six month window. Oh, right? okay. Then you yes. can't go, right? So it's yeah. not just your expiration right. date. It depends on where you're going, and you know they always say when it's the last year, you know you should. That's when you should start filing your stuff. So I, I tell you what, man, you're 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 a stronger man than I am because I if I couldn't be there. As far as I will be aware, as con- as far as I, as far as I will be concerned, that event will be dead to me. I would not be looking at any of it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, like raging FOMO. <laughs> I know. I just miss my friends, though. You know, I'm glad they're all having a good time. You see new people getting into projects and stuff, and 
It's yeah. cool. It's cool. No, I, yeah. I am, I yeah. am 95% sure I'll have to check in the drawer, but I think it's exactly three years to the day from today that my passport expires 2025 yeah. so i'm okay <laughs> you should probably set that google calendar set that set that reminder like five times i, I, I have you know you have to um you probably don't know when you travel into the u.s you have to get a thing called an esta esta right. i don't quite understand it and mm. uh, you have to get a new one every two years and last time i went to the u.s i realized mine had run out while i was stood in the queue to check in a bag in the airport so I stood there on my phone and renewed it as I inched closer to the check-in desk thinking, oh what? My God. and I thought if I get there and they go, it's not done, I'll be like, no, but it's done. Here's the receipt. Look, they'll say, yeah, but it's only done three seconds ago. It doesn't show up on the system for two days or something. Oh, dude, that sounds like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> it was it, it was a weird moment. I'm there going, for God's sake, don't cut out on me now. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. And it was oh. all fun. So that was lovely. And- and to be fair, you know, like to Axe Point, I'm busting your chops about your passport, but um, I think all of us, well, like the only, out, time you really, yeah, the only time you really look at it, like is is that when you're double checking that your passport's in your bag, like I, yeah. this is what happens with me, like yep. the day that I'm flying, I'll check, oh, thank God. Because yeah. I was more worried about the COVID stuff. I was like, here's my vaccine card. I've got it, you know. Yeah. In triplicate, you know, I've got my tests in my thing. And then just yep. getting back up to speed and to travel. I don't know how many of you have gone back on the road, but I, yeah. you know, stuff is in the it's wrong, weird. is in the wrong pocket now and you're not as efficient. And like, I feel yeah. like I used to just be able to turn around and, you know, now I'm just like relearning, relearning all sorts gone of stuff. Go back on the road. I haven't left the flat for two years. <laughs> 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Like, my laptop bag has dust on it. Like, it has dust on it. <laughs> the worst thing is you go to your laptop bag, you're like, oh, here's that half packet of mints that I left in here. Right, okay. <laughs> it is weird, though, because uh, traveling is a, is a muscle that's yeah. atrophied yeah. in the last three years, and we've forgotten how to do it. Yeah, I've Like, I went to packing. England, I went to England, and I didn't have a travel adapter. I would never have made that mistake. Wow. Previously. The last time I traveled anywhere was to see you lot at scale. Right. Well, well, when, when, when we were coming back from scale, I was slightly worried that they were going to close things off. They were talking that over that weekend. They were talking about maybe we're going to start a lockdown in the UK. And I'm like, what well, if I have to live in Los Angeles now? I don't want to. I've got a yeah. family. That was actually when we were doing Bad Voltage Live at, at scale. Yeah. And that was pretty much the week, the, the, the day he landed in the US, because he, we hung out the week building up to yeah. scale was pretty much when it kicked off in California. I mean, obviously, yeah. COVID hit in different parts of the US. Um, and we were genuinely considering not going, because I was already I sick canceled, from a previous remember? cold. That's yeah, yeah. right, you canceled. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. so sad, but I had to, yeah, because I'm diabetic. So That's right. I was like, yeah. <sighs> and no one knew anything back then about this, yeah, this, exactly. this disease, uh, right? Yeah. So, remember, we're all washing our groceries. <laughs> yeah. Scale's going to be really important for me now. I'm, I'm looking forward to going. And KubeCon North America is in Detroit. So eventually they all just come here. So I'm like, hey. Dude, you've been lobbying for conferences in Detroit as long as I've known you. Finally. <laughs> finally. I'm, I'm, vol- I'm volunteering to help with the social stuff and stuff. So hopefully y'all will, if you come, you'll enjoy some of the great nice. local stuff that we have. When is when is KubeCon in Detroit? It's in October, uh, is it? October. Like yeah. I might come out for that. Yeah. Uh, CFPs are open now, I think, because you know that. That cloud native train just keeps, it's always moving. So keeps going, Whew. keeps going. A lot of work. All right. Well, it's, you know what? Uh, KubeCon's loss is our benefit. It's great to have you, George. Thanks yeah, for, thanks for having me. Like, 
literally pinged George, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Fancy coming on Bad Vulture, you just said, send me an invite. Yeah, that was <laughs> I, get, I get two positive things that Jonah only ever messages for two things. New music to listen to. Yeah, or to, to guest guest star, so you know that's right. Yeah, that little notification, it's like all right. And when, when did Ghost Last put an album out? I mean, it's been ages. <laughs> I, I did. I worked out for subject. it this morning. <laughs> Thought about you. <laughs> it's good, but it's not that good. Oh, <laughs> A joke specifically for Dave Meggins Nichols. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we should talk about some news. There's lots going on. And George, given the fact that you are the, the, the guest of honor, do you want to kick us off with something? Yeah. So this first one's from the GitHub blog, uh, dated May 4th. Uh, GitHub will start requiring two-factor auth uh, for contributors, which I think is amazing. I, there's certain open source projects that the Kubernetes, in order to contribute, you have to have two-factor auth on. And yeah. I have noticed... You know, when I check other open source projects or people talk about it, it's not as popular as you think it is. So I, I'm right. glad they're just enforcing it. I think it's a good idea. Um, well, you see, uh, so the reason I put this in, in general, yeah, two-factor auth is a good thing. No worries. Um, and it is, as you say, it's on for certain big projects, really, like NPM things, you have to have it on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're going to basically, anyone who does anything which is some kind of editing thing, it's yeah. going to require two factors. So, um, approving pull requests, uh, uh, uh making commits, uh, using yep. GitHub actions, all that stuff. Yep. I don't know if you will need two factor auth in order to file issues. And I assume you will not, but you might need to in order to close issues or something. I'm not sure of the exact detail, but I like two factor auth in like concept, mm. but as more and more places bring it in, it worries me a bit because a lot of them, you know, they want, you know, something like TOTP, you know, the Google Authenticator or something like that. Yeah. But that's such a massive pain to move from phone yeah. to phone. And, I, and I'm kind of worried. Every time I'm asked for two-factor auth, I'm like, yep, no problem. Send me an email. Mm -hmm. Happy with that. No problem at all. But increasingly people are like, well, we don't want to send your emails. We want to use like a magic app on your phone. And I'm like, yeah. Until yeah, the yeah. first time I drop my phone in the bath or I leave it in the pub and then I can't sign into anything. And it's not like that never happens. And moving from phone to phone, if you've got, if you're actually using the Google authenticator, I mean, so it's all just TOTP or HOTP. I forget which one. Um, Top of the pubs. <laughs> yeah. Or That's what I thought it stood for. What does it stand for? OT is one time. Pops. Shut up. I don't know. One of the T's is a token, I think. I think token something. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, so I think one of them is, so I think TOTP is time, So because it's time-based, and the other one is how many you've done based or whatever. But anyway, yeah. um, so Google Authentication is just an implementation of that. It's not some kind of secret proprietary Google thing. But mm. you can you can export stuff from Google Authenticator into another Google Authenticator, both on Android, as I understand it. And as far as I'm aware, everyone else just hasn't dealt with this problem at all. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of, it's kind of worrying me. I put everything in one password, and it's amazing. <laughs> but one password is not two factor; it's one factor. Yeah. It, how, yeah. How we? Yeah. How, if someone says yeah. we want to do a second factor auth, you can't go. Okay, I want one password to be my second factor. They're like, no, because that's already where your first factor is—the password. Yeah. The the um, I, I it's funny you say that act because I have the same issues with two-factor authentication and github is actually a good example of this is you know originally when i set up 2fa on github it was like with a yubikey or something like that which mm. i will never use again because i never have the damn yubikey with me <laughs> right. yeah yeah i never have it with me my phone is 
literally always by my side. I don't go anywhere without it. Yeah. But to your point, like you change phones and then you got to reset everything up again. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, the one, the, the, to me, what I nine times out of 10 end up doing is just having it send me a text with the code. Yeah. So I'm either send me an email or send me a text. People are like, oh, stop using SMS, man. It's so unsecure. Why can't you use it? And I'm like, just shut up because I know I'll get SMSs. I don't yeah, know about exactly. any of your other stupid technology. I don't have to migrate <laughs> it from phone to phone. SMS is joke, just works. An email just works. Stop trying to break it and make me use some stupid thing you've made up, which five years from now you'll be bored with and I'll be locked into. <laughs> yeah. When three factor authentication comes along. <laughs> I think it's interesting because, like, you know, if people are like, if you look at GitHub's target audience, right? You have like your hobbyists and then you have like your professional you yeah. know, developers or whatever, yeah. right? Like my job is in GitHub, right? So like, obviously I'm expected to keep that stuff, you know, tight, but I can see someone saying, oh, you know, I just want to push my stupid Raspberry Pi scripts, you know, onto the internet. Why do I have to, you know, do all this? Or maybe you have hobbyists doing, you know, that kind of stuff. But in, in, in my mind, it makes, it makes sense for GitHub because technical people can, yeah, much as to to, to Axe point, it's annoying. Um, yeah, they can figure it out. It's, it's not it's, to me. It's hard. hard. Yeah, it's yeah. Just... It's but but you know, it's 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 universally confusing to a lot of consumers. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I mean, so th- there are um so two other ones I have to use for Okta for signing into um one of the company, right. companies yeah. I work yep. with, yep. Yep. and you have to install their app for that and so i had to install that when i got the new phone i had to install the app on that and then sign up again and that was a- and they only supported octa you couldn't use another app no 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 gotta use octa now the octa implementation of 2fa is quite nice it sends a push message and then it pops up on your phone and the other one is signing into google is two-factor but that's because on every device i own it pops up a thing going are oh, you trying to sign into google and that's fine but as far as i'm aware you can only do that sort of thing if you are google it doesn't. It doesn't work if you're trying to sign into some random thing because you you're not going to have an app on their phone. You're not going to be able to just pop up notifications on every device. I just shove everything yeah. into one password. It supports my Google. It supports my. I've had it support Okta before, but you know a lot of this stuff is like what your organization configures, right? Exactly. How do you do that cross device when you get new phones, or have you got it all stored in the cloud? I get new phones. I install one password on it. I oh, do my thing. It's just there. Oh, because yeah. it's all stored in the cloud. Yeah, of course. Okay. Are you paying for it? Oh yeah, I pay. Oh it right, okay. Easily <laughs> is worth it. Right, it's like okay. twelve ninety nine for a family plan. I put, um, I put my GitHub recovery code. You know those printouts of the stuff. Like I used to hang yep. them. On, Everything on goes board. in that. Yep. Yep. I put um my COVID certificates. I put my vaccination card. Like I put all. I just have found, and I I know I know the Linux do you guy. Do you use the password manager? Is, yeah, he's pass. What's that? Bog standard um, Unix password manager, and then oh, just actually, it, it actually like CLI. It, it actually stores the stuff in Git, and then it syncs with my phone. Oh, okay, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I've got so I've got stuff, and it's GPG encrypted. So, um, right, I, I it, so they're not stored in the cloud, but they are stored on my machine and then gitted around. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. This is not something that I would remotely recommend to someone who wasn't me, but I'm perfectly yeah. happy with it. Yeah. Well, you are you are the man who edits videos with 
freaking command line tool. So, yeah, there's a lot of very specific Stuart language solutions in the world. <laughs> yes, I, I, do, I, I, in general, do not recommend that other people use computers the way that I use computers. Yeah, because <laughs> other than people that work on distros, I don't, I don't know anybody that maintains a GPG key anymore. Other right. than like distro God, uploaders, yeah, I, 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 I have, I have one for this, and that's what I use it for. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I and I and I don't have to worry about someone buying the company and then deciding to shut them down a year from now. So sure, sure, man. Remember key parties? Yeah, Jeez. we've we've <laughs> gone to them together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, um, good stuff. So, should we? Uh, I I actually have another security related one. Go for uh, it. But before we do that, um, we just wanted to share with everybody. That Marius Quabeck from NerdZoom Media, who does a great job editing this show, um, he is the reason why this show sounds good. And he deals with the fact that our audio <laughs> has been broken in one form or another in every single episode this year. So thank you, Marius, for polishing that particular turd. And it's been all three of us have screwed up here. Yeah, we are sorry. But he's going to be editing uh, this show live on Twitch. Um, <laughs> now, hang on, which- genius. You're mentioning in the show that he's editing that he's editing it oh, yeah. On yeah that, that way you can listen to the, <laughs> the final product oh, and the and you're the totally right i didn't even think bouncer. about that yeah. by definition okay. anyone who's hearing you saying this has missed the twitch broadcast however all right hang on no 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 i can turn this around I can okay turn this. all right so a singularity here any minute all right all right twitch people i hope you're enjoying the stream uh Marius, he seems like a nice guy, but he's a bit weird looking. His eyes are too close together. But other than that, he's a nice guy. Hi. Um, I'm just kidding. I have no idea how close his eyes are together. But Stuart is a, a bit of a dick. How many of you on this Twitch stream would agree that Stuart's a bit of a dick? Add, add, just add it on live. Just add a little wiener. Just, yeah. I'm hoping that the answer is not that many of you because I really respect the fact that Marius is doing this on Twitch, whereas Jono was sneering about Twitch and he thinks you all sell drugs to kids. So I was, I was, I was not sneering. I would, I did not say that you sell drugs to kids. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you not watch? No. Do you not watch Twitch? Do you have a aversion to watching on Twitch? I'm very annoyed with Twitch right now. Very annoyed because uh, I did a good deed and they punished me for it. Right? There's a drummer called Six Six Samus or Samus 66, who is hilarious, is a YouTuber, uh-huh. uh, and he does these, like, drumming streams. And I joined um, one of his streams, and I was having a great time. I was actually sick with COVID, laid in bed. And you can do this thing. I don't really use Twitch very much, but you can do this thing where um, you can buy people, like, a subscription to his channel or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gift and, a sub. And it's, you can gift a sub. Yeah. And, oh, and I've heard of I, that. Yeah, I don't know much about Twitch either. <laughs> I've heard of that. There are, th- there are things called bits, but I don't know if they're the same or different. <laughs> so anyway, so I uh, I didn't have a Twitch account. Someone had taken John O'Bacon, which almost never happens, right? And it might have been me 10 years ago. <laughs> so I, I registered a different Twitch account. Well, what was it called? Was it VM Linus in square brackets? <laughs> no uh, it was Axe Maniac, Axe Maniac. <laughs> and uh and and you know and interacting with the he does a great he has a great show so i gifted 20 subs it was like oh man 80 dollars or something like that yeah uh, just because i thought like i don't do this clearly that guy works his ass off yeah, for sure uh, and all the rest yeah. of it so i gifted 80 subs typed in the credit card details and then a couple of days later um my account got banned for fraud 
Oh, man, so, all the automation around banning people is just so awful these days. Like, so I, I, well, I said you can click on this thing to appeal it. I went and wrote down, like, at least in my definition, I wasn't quite this snarky, but I was like, basically said, from my definition of fraud, it's usually not giving money to other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually taking money from people is how it works. Um, and uh, explained it all and put all my details in there and all the rest of it and, you know, uh, and n- never got a response from Twitch. Yeah. Um, so I'm quite annoyed with Twitch. And poor... Six six Samus. I emailed him and I was like, "I'm sorry, man, but like, I I gifted those subs, but they they yeah." And I, I I'm hoping they didn't remove those subs from the from the people. Um, yeah. Anyway, this so that that uh, we we might do a topic on this in the future or something. The automated auto ban, like the faults to just smoking people. You know, yeah. Like I t- follow totally. a lot of Destiny content creators, and when the big expansion came out, the YouTube algorithm just started to ban a bunch of their content and remove it. You know, oh, and yeah. that's like their livelihood, you know, and then, yeah, you know, the Bungie had to get involved to help them get them sorted out. I'm just like, man, like it, you know how there's that part of you that you're like, oh, man, I could be a YouTuber and stuff, you know, and it's like, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. what a fragile way to lose your job. Yeah, there's, you know? uh, there, there's quite a lot of, yeah, like you say, algorithmic um, dropping people off. And it's not even that the algorithm cuts you off for whatever yeah. reason. It's that there's no way to appeal because uh, both GitHub and both GitHub, both Google, uh, YouTube and Twitch, which is Amazon under the covers, are not interested in letting you talk to a person to resolve your problem. It's all yeah, fill this form in and then we'll ignore yeah. you. I mean, like, I've, you, you I've, watched your ad. We don't care. See yeah, I, I've had videos, um, content ID attacked by someone by uh, record companies. And like the thing you're claiming is there isn't there. It's yeah. not that um, I'm using your music, but I think it's okay. Or yeah. I'm going, no, it's just fair use. You're saying your music is in here. Your music is not in here. I know the music's in here and it's not that, but there's yeah. no way of saying your accusation is incorrect. You're yeah. only allowed to say, I am contesting your accusation because I think I'm allowed to use your music. The idea that yeah. they're accusing of music, accusing of using music that isn't in there is completely wrong. So Dan Bull's right about this only like two days ago. And yeah, he's a professional YouTuber. Well, he's not, he's a professional rapper, but it's, he makes it's, a lot of his it, income from YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 terrible, and uh, I think one of the worst here is Twitter. I mean, uh, I know somebody who I'm obviously not going to say who it was, who was repeatedly getting ha- harassed from a single account, and this was not like plain text. Like they were, this harasser was copying in this individual's name, mm-hmm. um, and they reported them multiple times. Nothing happened. Yeah. Um and and we we hear this all the time with with it. But I actually think that's a good point George. There's a, there's a whole show on that. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. You should there do that in whole, the future when, when I, Jeremy's back and yeah. you should come on it. I, I do want to mention one cool thing before we go way too down the rabbit hole. So, um I'm I'm watching a YouTube video or whatever and I search for something I need to help. Uh like you know how YouTube's really great for you like, "Oh man, my washing machine's busted." And you stick the model number in YouTube and you get like an instructional video or whatever. So I'm watching right. how to clean yeah. the filter or whatever, and there's a little dollar sign in the UI on my TV in my Chromecast. And I was like, "Interesting." So I click on it, and it's like you can tip this person like 2 bucks. Or or you oh. can like choose or whatever. And I was like, "You know what? You just saved me like an entire afternoon of busting my ass." You know, sure. So I click it and then it goes, open your YouTube app. It opens on my phone. It's connected to my Google Pay. I sent him two bucks and that was it. It was just smooth. That's great. Yeah, I was like, I love why that. does not every YouTube video have this? Because like, you know, I do want to like take care of people when they're, you know. You, you have you have to be um, 
I don't know the details, but you have to have a yeah. certain amount of subscribers and so on before yeah. you're allowed to monetize stuff. Yeah, um, that's yeah. amazing. If if you know, I, I would rather I would rather do that than like you know buying people subs and made up currencies. You know, yeah, that's great. Oh, that's a really slick interface. I like that. Just let me that's, pay. That's, I like that. Good well. idea. <laughs> and like you say, because it's like what I love about that as well is is it's at the point of like you've just you've just had the value right it's yeah. at the point where you think if somebody does something nice for you and then the little button pops up and it says yeah. would you like to tip them yeah of course that and, was great know. here's a viver yeah. yeah and for yeah. your social community muscles bacon it it let me post a comment and it defaults to like thanks so much for the content or whatever and it puts a little badge nice. that says you donated to the thing and it puts it at the top of the youtube comments uh, it, i have, like, I have yeah. seen that I, I, i've seen that um i've seen the button on videos but i've never used mm. it so um i've seen on live streams on youtube you can do super you can do chats and super chats yeah and the super chat is where you pay for it and then it highlights the thing you said in the chat in big writing and it sticks up at the top so the people doing the stream can see that and review it and say thank you or whatever and i've yeah. seen the because the donate to this video button is pretty new i think the last month or it two is. maybe it is i was like oh is it a new feature but it doesn't show up on all of it. i think that's the only time i've seen it so now i'm like trying to pay uh, attention i've you know I, i've seen it on the the web version but only relative it might be six months or something but i don't think it's like it's been around yeah. a super long time yeah cool good stuff well, okay do you, do you want to hear some more good news yeah. let's do it did you hear about this uh white house open source security thing that's going on um so um the linux foundation um and the open ssf foundation uh met with uh, at the white house this has been going on recently and they met, I think it was last, it was on Thursday last week, something like that. Uh, they met with a ton of people from Amazon, Google, Microsoft, all of these companies to basically discuss security in open source specifically. You know, obviously open source is driving so much infrastructure in the world. Um, and these companies have basically pledged $30 million to boost open source security. Um, I think it's really great that this is, that this is happening. Amazon, Ericsson, Google, Intel, Microsoft, VMware, many others. I was reading this article on TechCrunch. They're funding a 10-point plan that aims to boost the security of open source software. Um, the plan is designed by the Linux Foundation and the OpenSSF. It's a first-of-its-kind initiative to secure the production of open source code, improve vulnerability detection and remediation, and shorten patching response time. Uh, it will include the creation of a software bill of materials known as an S-bomb. Um, and then also, the this apparently it's called the Software Supply Chain Security Mobilization Plan, that will call yeah. for um, everyone working in the open source community, uh, for education for people working in open source, elimination of non-memory safe programming languages like C++ and COBOL, and for annual third-party reviews for 200 of the most critical open source software components. So this was, I think, largely in response to log uh, log for log shell, lo right? Log yeah, log oh, for no, J. Log for J. Log for J was the library. Log for Shell was the um, trademarked vulnerability name. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the right. marketing around that. Yeah. So uh yeah, so pretty cool. I mean people have been talking about this sort of thing for ages, but the the log for J thing I think was the straw that broke the camel's back, not a particularly nice metaphor, but you know what I mean. The the thing which made everyone go, We really should do something about this. And people have been talking about doing this sort of thing, saying, Why don't large users of open source spend money on making it better? And this is kind of what they're doing. And mm -hmm. yeah. neatly the the Linux Foundation are doing it. I mean, sure, there might be people like, oh, I think someone else should be running it, but the Linux Foundation are reasonable stewards for this sort of thing. They know what they're talking yep. about. They've got the money and can spend it. That seems good to me. Yeah. 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 
Google are, cre- yeah. Google are creating a thing they call the open source maintenance crew as well. That sounds like a cool job. Um, is it like that a rap like band? A, like, it sounds like a cool job. <laughs> Yeah, well, what, what, what they are, it's like the Wu Tang. Uh, the next, the, the next thirty-six chambers is going to be full of people fixing this. Um, no, it's basically they're going to do work upstream on various projects. I mean, Google are quite good at this sort of thing anyway. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I mean, they've got a bit of a habit of building their own stuff instead, but they do also do a lot of work upstream, and this is going to be more of that. But yeah, this is mostly. I think the thing people have been suggesting for ages is, hey, all you huge companies making hundreds of millions of dollars, you, you wouldn't even... with a B. There aren't <laughs> that many who are making billions. I mean, most people on that list are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, was, yeah. Um, but yeah, the yeah. point is, yeah, if you're making, okay, billions of dollars, dropping a million dollars once a year on this thing means nothing to you and probably means that like you know we can afford to pay someone to work on open SSL full time how good would that be um so i think if you've been around i mean this is something that people have been talking about a lot recently like if you look at you know the kubecon submission talks everything is talking about s bombs and supply chain security and it is yeah get to the binary on the device there's multiple startups you know uh making multiple tools to try to figure this out and stuff. And I, I think this is going to be the big open source thing that is, you know, first you had like Linux, then you had cloud native. This part I think is the next big thing that will take, it'll be a multi-year effort with multiple vendors and uh, worse things are also going to happen. I think I've been saying for a while now, I think the open SSF could potentially be the next CNCF. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think that's going to be the next like, center of gravity for for all this stuff um and this 30 million investment i mean that's a, that's a pretty serious commitment um i mean a critic could say why isn't it more but you could always say that this seems like it's 30 million more than we had yesterday i mean i i yeah i don't yet have a very clear picture but i think that's because it hasn't really been decided yet about how exactly they're gonna do this yeah. You know, are they going to employ full-time staff to work on this or are they going to um pay people at individual projects or are they going to go to someone like Tidelift? What? You know, it doesn't seem very clear exactly what the plan is, but there's going to be a plan and there is funding for Yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. I, I don't yeah. think I don't think they're keeping it secret. I think they don't know what it is yet. They're right. trying to work it out. Yeah, yeah. Cuz if you ask any yeah. organization how much money did did uh you know, your developers just spend fixing your stuff for log Logforge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, sure, the sophisticated ones will be like, yeah, you know, it costs us this money, but like the amount, the sheer amount, there are people who weren't even involved in tech in open source who I knew who were being affected by this and they had to like work over the weekend and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think at, at some point someone's like, well, we got to figure out, you know, however much this costs, it's got to be cheaper than what they just went through. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You, you had you had people live patching production systems from their phone <laughs> in the pub. Right? You have to avoid this kind of thing because everyone's going. Oh my god, we're totally fast fixed immediately. Like, did I mean the pub? It's quarter midnight. They're like, okay, hang on. How do I even type? What are you doing? Are you a spy or some kind of special person? It's like, no, I'm patching this crappy server my coworker set up three years ago. On a credit Java, card. Java server we built in yeah. 1999, yeah. You know, and I can't tell my boss because it's like shadow IT, I'll get in trouble. <laughs> I, 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 wonder if anyone's still, I wonder if anyone's still running Smoothwall. There's got to be some old Smoothwall <laughs> machines kind of sitting around. Oh, like, probably. 
Yeah. I don't know. A- outside John's we're still running it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. If your question is, I wonder if someone's running this, ACK might be your answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's where he keeps yeah. his GPG keys. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Hey, you shut up, right? You came on the show and went on and on about flat packs. So why have now released some apps as flat packs? Because you asked me to. So if you mean, I'll just take them away. Did you, did you release some apps? Did you really? Unstall yeah. stall it right now. Yeah. What did you release? Pick and UTM None. Pick's, cal- you, what, pick, what, pick, pick's a color picker. Okay. Ali's really nice. UTM No, when you copy links and they've got all that UTM underscore whatever rubbish on the end of it. Yeah, all the tracking stuff. It oh, just quietly that. takes it away from the link. So, because I hate it oh. when someone pastes a link, to, you know, in um, Signal or WhatsApp or wherever you're yeah. chatting, and it's yeah. got all that stuff in there. So I tend to, if I'm pasting a link for other people, strip all that out by hand. So I just wrote an app which does it for you. What's, what's it called? <laughs> UTM underscore no. UTM. We should have so, called it no TM. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All about the branding. Yeah. Um, oh, man, yeah. I'm stalling uh, it uh, now. Uh, uh, yeah. And Pick is the other one, and Hushboard is in the process of being released. Hushboard is, um, if you start typing it, mute your microphone. So people don't, it doesn't sound like a herd of wildebeest is marching across the. <laughs> what a great um, idea. Yeah, it's really nice. Except it doesn't work because of some kind of flat pack isolation thing, but it's fine. We're working it out. We'll get it. Um, we'll get yeah. it. But yeah, you know, so you asked me to do these things. I do. But cool. Action. Be, be mean. I'll delete them. <laughs> and I'll be like, That's George was cruel to me. So no your flat metrics, packs for Your metrics you. just went up by one on each one. Hey. <laughs> Wicked. Wicked. Um, hey, George, while you're here, mm-hmm. tell us about the Stream Deck. The Steam Deck. Steam so deck. I got one. I've got a Stream Deck, deck steam also, deck. which is a great piece of steam kit. Deck. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so tell, here it is. Tell us about the Steam Deck. So, yeah, I, I know it it's like? a podcast, so you can't see it, but the thing yeah, is a chonker, can, yeah. and then here's here's my kid's Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Oh, man, that Anybody is who tells yeah. you that these are similar devices is totally wrong. It's not to- even the same Totally different. Bicycle, Mack truck. Yeah. Yeah, so I've got it, and there's tons of reviews by now. Like, if if you want to see them, so I, I you know, I thought I'd, I'd talk about, you know, different different kind of things. So one thing I was really happy about is um, the software did land a little hot. Um, so the after a few patches and stuff, it's generally good. Um, you don't have to Linux to use it, which made me really happy. Um, no, it's just things. Yeah, so you can hit a button and it'll switch to like KDE desktop mode. Um, you know, I, I envision I'd be in there you know, trying to fix stuff and doing my unit. Like no, I should probably games, <laughs> you know, I should turn on SSH. So if I need to debug stuff, cause I've been Linux gaming for a while. Right. And you have to do these things. Um, yeah. So I haven't had to do any of that. I basically just use it. Um, it's great on the plane. Uh, the battery life is what you would expect. Not, not horrible, but not awesome. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I, I, well, it depends, right? If you're that, which is part of the problem. So if you're running a PC game, Right, if you're running like Elden Ring or something, uh, it's it's not gonna you know it'll last two and a half hours or something like that. Um, but <laughs> okay, I, so 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 I so I can play a ten hours of Minesweeper on the plane. No, yeah. Worries. So what you do is so it does come with like <laughs> lots of toggles for you to set the TDP and things like that. So what I just do is I run it in forty forty hertz mode, um, which kind of controls the fan curve, and then you get a reasonable. I I went from um, Detroit to Seattle on on. One and a half I, charges. I, I have no idea so, how long that. I takes. went across the country, um, and it was fine. Uh, but okay, I'm so always that's what, carrying five, six hours or something. Yeah, you can definitely do that. 
Um, okay. Marco had his. He does emulation, so his lasts longer. Um, yeah, but battery <laughs> battery life is not going to be the strong suit on a on a device I, I, like this. I have to say, dude. Got being all oh you see you don't have, don't have to use Linux none of this SSHing in it's great it's just oh, a so device um, so this is how I fiddled around with the fan power profiles right <laughs> I'm not sure that it makes any difference if you go I'm not using the Linux though but I'm still a PC oh, gamer no, no, I mean I mean it's it's still a PC right so like it's it's like a grab like when you're in a game you just hit this little like button and it's like a slider just like your brightness. And then, so you press right. button and then a Nintendo Switch slides out and you use that instead. No, so yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. It's not one right, of those so you can say... you used to get on really old-fashioned CD-ROM <laughs> Yeah. So there's just a slider and you can, you can like control the brightness and all okay. that kind of stuff. So It, it um, does seem cool. I know a few people over here have got one um, and people seem... I think pretty much everyone who's bought one knew what they were going to get and, yeah. and yeah. they have got that and people seem to be generally happy with it it doesn't seem to be impinging much on the market for the nintendo switch at the moment well, as far as yeah, I can for, tell. so first of all for a few reasons you can only buy these on steam right now because of availability right and then like i ordered i ordered this in october of last year and because of you know pc part supplies and stuff like that whereas i just went to target and bought this right about the yeah uh, the switch also, like totally different audiences right i mean yeah uh, yeah the, the switch is really designed for young kids and and consumers whereas whereas uh, the, the atari know, link's is... fatso edition yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, so I, I think <laughs> they're they're definitely selling every single one they make and i think they'll sell a lot but i think the important thing to remember is it's also a new category of device yeah right so oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. There's already competitors making different size ones. Like I'm sure you'll be able to buy a smaller one that looks like more Nintendo, but it's not as powerful, et cetera, et cetera. So from that kind of perspective, it's cool. For a first gen device, I think it's it's it does it's, seem pretty good. It's pretty yeah. neat. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I think you know all your Linux nerd friends are always like they're just gonna have one. You know, um, <laughs> the, the the one thing I think is a lot of people aren't talking about, which is also infuriating as both a nerd and a consumer of like consumer stuff is. When you, when someone were to tell you, hey, I'm going to make PC gaming, but give you in a device like this, you're kind of hoping they would consolify a lot of the things in order to make the UX better. But Valve just seems to be very PC-centric, and they consider those things strengths. So, for example, on PC games, it's common. You launch a game, and a launcher comes up, and you have to make an account for that company's thing, and then there's all this other crap and pop-ups. Whereas on a console, you hit play, and you can play, Right. So if yep. someone says they're going to make a thing like this, I'm like, oh, awesome. They're going to go and they're going to have to fix all that stuff because who would want to log into, you know, your EA account, your electronic arts account in on the middle of a plane. But that's exactly what they did. So I'm in a plane on the Wi-Fi trying to log into my EA so I could play Madden because they didn't fix launchers because it's just a PC. So it's like the same version. I was so mad too. Because I'm on my on my phone trying to copy my path, and it's always a strong password, right? And, and how am I going to copy and paste from my phone to my Steam Deck? I don't even type a tilde on there. Yeah, so now I'm mad. So like, I can play any game now that doesn't have a launcher. So now, you know, I then I'm like, okay, fine. I just won't have any games on the device that don't have launchers. But then that's a, a lot of games, and it's like, well, what? You know what I mean? Uh, this is what this is what I was going to ask you. A couple of questions for you about this, George. One is is um, these are PC games, um, but this has got a console layout. Yeah, right? it has you've like got, a console UI. You got like, I mean, it's basically you got analog sticks, you got the X, B, Y, whatever buttons and everything. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, how do one? How do the controls map to a lot of these games? And then I'm assuming because you've got like little touchpads. Is there like a you have a mouse on there for these games? Is that how you? Yeah, for some of them. So um, the way so most modern games have had controller support for a while, and generally speaking, they just work. Um, right. For older games or games that aren't like console games, like maybe a strategy game or something like that. Um, this is actually a really neat feature: is they crowdsource the configs, so you can map any of these buttons to literally anything. And they got back buttons too on each. Yep. So it's got plenty of buttons and touch pads. And what happens is people make profiles for those and then they upload them into steam. And then when you launch the game, you can grab community profiles and you can sort by downloads or whatever. And you can kind right. of, you know, Oh, George's kick ass config for, you know, XCOM or whatever. And you click that. And then the overlay will tell you what the controls are. Um, and you can play the game. Usually for older games, it's a little, you know, it it depends, you know, which is is a thing. But it works for a surprising amount of people. But my kid wouldn't be able to figure it out, which is like a big difference. And I, I you know, as you know, I'm not much of a gamer, but yeah. I know with Steam, different games are available on different platforms on Linux, Mac, Windows. What is is this all Linux or? or- so here's here's the interesting part: is these are all Windows games. There are games with Linux native ports, but generally speaking, it's like a rounding error. There's like, you know, not that many. I mean, there's yeah. plenty, but like generally speaking, Valve is pushing for people to just use Proton, which which is the Wine plus DXVK thing. So these are actual Windows games, and generally speaking, it's transparent to you. So when you click install, like the install, it'll say like installing DirectX and all that kind of stuff. The two problems with that are. Um, a lot of games are just have their PC port on the store. So if I install NBA 2K, it's like 100 gigs on this thing because it has like the 4K textures and stuff. And and develop, game developers haven't done like, you know, Steam Deck options. So it's like smaller to fit on there and things like that. So that's stuff that's like and this is, kind this of is in the progress. deck verified thing, right? That they'll probably, I think they're yeah, doing Yeah, so they do verify games, but there's still optimizations that game developers could be doing like, in the Steam API, there's a way to say, I'm on a Steam Deck, therefore, you know, choose these graphical options and you, set you, the... You don't have to use the 4K textures, which means you don't have to download the 4K textures, means you don't have to have just the one game on my Steam Deck. Right, it's exactly. all I've got disk space Except- for. How much disk space is there in it? Well, uh, so it comes in 64. I don't recommend that one. Um, 256, <laughs> okay. which is this one. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then uh, there's a 512. There's but a 512, it has but an SD card. A mini SD card. I stuck a one terabyte in it and run games off of it. And I thought that would be slow and shitty, but it's actually pretty good. Like it's pretty. What kind um, of poorly world do we live with? A one terabyte SD card. <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, you put it in, it like format it and everything. If you take them out and switch, like the library automatically like updates yeah. and and things like that. There, it's you know for a first generation device, you can definitely tell there's, you know, there's definitely flaws that are like. You know, me trying to log into my Madden account or whatever in the yeah, point. I was so the mad. Zarus. Yeah, you know, but yeah. um, but generally speaking, it's I think it's a good first effort, and I think it's a good. This is going to be an area I think that's just like a new, like you know how you have Linux friends, and then you have those Linux friends that started in Linux because they got Raspberry Pis, right? And then they're that whole sub community. I think you're going to get that in PC gaming where there's going to be the mobile nerds, you know, that are just doing all these kind of devices and things and like that. I think so. I quite like the fact that 
um, that Valve have gone, okay, we're going to build this, but it's still a thing for PC gamers. The intention yeah. is not to be, it's not to build a switch rival. It's like, yeah, you get into this. Yeah, I agree. We're, we're, yeah. we're not a fine that I can see the issue with the launchers thing, but it's still, no, you are people who probably want to go in and fiddle with the graphical settings. A oh, bit yeah. Oh, and yeah. remap yeah. the controllers and stuff like that. But this is a piece of we're not going. I mean, yeah. cause I'm assuming I don't actually know this, but the reason you don't get all that sign into this launcher on the consoles is not because Games companies don't want it. I'm assuming that Sony yeah, provide so it to yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, but the point is that you, if you are EA, you still get all that data. It's just it's all gateway through your Sony PlayStation account. Yeah, uh, not really. On the place on the PlayStation Five, they make you sign into loads of stuff like with, with oh really? the, with NBA two. Yeah, like with the uh, the this is all NBA. getting so bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's you, not actually you have any to better. Sign up for any, oh, yeah. yeah, sadly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I was I was assuming that Sony would have gone, no, you can't do that, but we collect all the information. We'll funnel we'll, it through we'll our funnel it yeah. to you. Yeah. Just, just we get it as well. They're like, let's all mine the data the together. We could be, we yeah. could do it way better. Whereas, whereas yeah. Valve's, whole, Valve's whole pitch is, yeah. we're not going to do this whole kind of very complicated, you have to buy our dev kit and be approved by us in order to develop this. Because the whole point, the big thing they've got is Steam, a huge catalog yeah. of games. And one thing I like, I, this is very interesting as well, is PlayStation traditionally like did portables, right? And they haven't in a long time. Um, but they've been porting their games to PC. So I've played God of War on this. I've played Horizon Zero Dawn. It's basically like a PS4 mobile, you know, power-wise, you know, uh, graphical power-wise. So... Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been playing a lot good. of PS. I don't have a PlayStation, so this is my chance, you know, to to play all those games, that's and cool. I'm having a great time. Yeah, it's fantastic. That is, so um, that is literally almost as good as a Sharp's Arrows, which you can sharp, John, because it was crap. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was that was a great device. Yeah, it was, was a great device. It was great. Remember device. writing writing apps in Cute? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, to wrap this bit up, big question is: Would you buy it again, knowing what you know now? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think uh, them delaying it was a good idea. Like if, if, um, if you're sad that it got delayed, um, you didn't miss much. Like the first, I, I told my, when I got it, I didn't flash, I didn't update it right away. I went, I, I wanted to see how awful it was. <laughs> um, and it, it was just not awesome. Like the fan was worrying. Like sometimes you had to shut the thing off and it would like hard free and like all this kind of stuff. Um, and, but once you did the update, it's fine. And they're pushing updates very regularly like it's it's almost you know every other week or something you're getting some huge major feature and things like that so i think for them the the delay was was probably worth it you know and yeah. uh you know we'll see the streaming the streaming works amazing uh x, x xbox did a uh you go to xbox.com slash fortnite or whatever so i went on there on the little edge browser that i installed um and i was playing fortnite so i'm sure uh cool Xbox Game nice. Pass or whatever will have a dedicated device or something like that, you know. That means, so. means, you, means you can play Wordle on it. <laughs> Probably can. <laughs> Which is like Probably literally work. the most graphically advanced game that I play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, oh, you know, here, here's here's the thing that's also oh, no, nice. Sorry, no, Wordle, because that's got the picture of the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I think that's nice versus like other more traditional consoles is uh, it just has a USB-C thing on it. So all every headphone I have works like, I, you know, I don't have to have a specific 
Like all of my That's power cool. adapters work. It's not a, like a special plug or whatever. I could use a USB hub with Ethernet on it, you know, because I would install games faster. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. plug it all in and it was all like magical and stuff. There was no, like, you know, when you go to Nintendo aisle in your store and they have all those accessories. Like, I don't yeah, need any yeah. of that stuff. I have all that crap already. So that's that's pretty dope. Because they already yeah. have an ecosystem. Because they go, yeah, exactly. PC. Just, we have this huge ecosystem. Why, why would yeah. we invent new sockets for everything so we can sell you headphones? Yeah. Like, why is that yeah. useful? That's the benefit of the PC world, isn't it? Is that you kind of have to fit in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it exists. Yeah. It's not like already. Nintendo or PlayStation or Apple or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Wicked. Well, thank you, George. Cool. For the uh, for the review, yeah. If you're a nerd, um, get one. It's great, man. We've only got like ten or twelve minutes yeah. left. Yeah, uh, well, I can, go we next? can talk about anything. I love it. Yeah, yeah it's always a good time. <laughs> well, this is good. Um, so uh, did you see that? Um, iPhone's going to be USB C. <laughs> it is. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, in theory, they're testing it, and this is um, it's this not iPhone like, fourteen. Uh, I, as far as I'm aware, it's not actually been announced that it's definitely happening in any particular model they are testing future models um so bloomberg say it won't happen until 2023 at the latest so yeah so this year's new model so they're 14 to be this year um they're still going to be lightning and because ipads are all with usbc macs were already usbc yep Um, it's weird because i bought the iphone and i got a little cable which is usbc Small USB-C on one end and lightning on the other. I've got one of those. And I'm like, what am I meant to do with this? I don't have any device. I have devices which are USB-C, like phones that charge off USB-C, for which I need a cable which is USB-C on one end and bog-standard USB on the other. I have no device which outputs on power on USB-C. And what you're supposed to do, obviously... That's for people plugging it into a Mac. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah. don't provide another cable. So how am I meant to charge the iPhone that I Something I, I did is we, <laughs> we kind of did like a house inventory of all our chargers and stuff. And I just moved everything to USB-C at one point, And then we just got rid of everything else. It's the way forward. Yeah. It like really I even, even in my it kitchen, is. I replaced the power plugs to have USB-C plugs so that we just have it. Then your only problem... That's a bold move going USB C on the plugs. That's right. That you're 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 in at that. Point. I I went I went all in. The, <laughs> the only issue, so this is really interesting, is you're like finally a single plug for everything, right? It, it could charge my Steam Deck. It could charge my laptop. Um, I've got a Hyperjuice charger that will fast charge a phone, a tablet, and my laptop, and it's all using the same plug, and it's amazing. And then you realize that in the past, you could tell based on the plug on what the capacity of the thing is. But now because they're all USB C, you grab something for the drawer and you plug your phone in and it's slow charging and you don't know it because the plug fits and it definitely won't charge your laptop. So like, you know, I've seen people, you know, relatives or whatever have like their slow charger that just happens to have USB plug plugging into their tablet. And it's like, it's not going to charge that thing. Yeah. So now I have to care about wattage like this is this is all so, so awful <laughs> bloody confusing i know yes. i had something recently where i've got this little setup here where i record videos and work with clients and without going into too much detail i got a camera over there which is plugged in through a camlink 4k that elgato puts out um and when i was running um obs with the other camera on and then i've got like my microphones plugged in 
with my laptop plugged into the wall, it was draining the battery on my laptop. Um, and then yeah. I was actually doing a talk one time to a company and it hit 10% and then it started throttling the CPU and everything started going wrong. Um, I didn't realize that that you can plug things into a computer and they can drain more more power yeah. so it actually starts using the battery. Yeah. So then I, I had to figure out and I ended up getting like a Thunderbolt dock um, with external <laughs> power to that and it yeah. finally broadly fixed. And it's like, how the hell do I mean, how do we I get spent here? hours figuring this stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how like somebody's mum or dad. Yeah, can't, they can't figure that out. Yeah. Mind no. you, I mean, real people are probably not using OBS and, <laughs> and yeah. got multiple but, but, cameras but plugged in. The idea that you can have a cable which works for data but doesn't work for charging or works for charging and doesn't work for data. I want to go and find – sure, there are some people who make knockoff cables, which are like that because they're knockoffs. Yeah. But that's also yeah. a supported configuration yeah. from the USB-C people. I want to go and find yeah. whoever came up with that idea and repeatedly punch them. Yeah. Like, why would you want a cable like that to exist? I don't care if manufacturers go, well, you have to you have to certify because we're going to make them regardless. What you do is you say, if you do that, what we'll do is we'll just put your – fingers in a in the pain box like in june or something yeah so like this <laughs> this headset has a USB-C plug and my laptop has USB-C ports on it right so i'm suddenly yeah. going oh man that should be fine i don't have to deal with bluetooth so i plug it in and i plug it in there it charges the headphones but i can't get music i was like are you freaking kidding me so that's why i have to, i have to bring another cable this analog one and these are the manufacturers that are trying to get rid of this stupid thing in the first place. So I, it's like, oh yeah, man, so dude. The, so there are two things <laughs> I, I, I do not know that I worry about. So um, undercharging and overcharging. So the undercharging thing is, I completely agree with this. I've got a bunch of chargers where you think, okay, I'll just plug the cable in. So uh, I've just got a charger with a USB hole on it, right? And then I've got right. a USB-C cable, plug it in, and then it won't charge anything because we've gone from you need two amps to fast charge do you need one amp or two amps to charge at all? Yeah. And a bunch of stuff. If you plug 500 yeah. milliamps in, you can't charge it off the socket on a computer anymore. Doesn't yeah. work. But the other thing is, like the MacBook charger, that's USB-C output. Right. But I, like, if you plug that into a phone, does the phone blow up or something? No, it puts up like no, 100 no. All, all million that, gigaamps or all something. All that part right? works. The problem is, is you can never tell the power output at the brick. Right. And you okay. have to get a magnifying glass too. They make it all small. Like I'm, I'm starting so, to notice some of the I'm more super enthusiast ones. about using something like a laptop charger on something like an old phone, which happens to be USB C. In case it goes, oh my god, too much power, and then it melts or something. Well, I mean, that's what the uh, I mean the transform will regulate that, right? Yeah, yeah. I've 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 never had a bad experience with that. But I can see where that gives you anxiety because you're like, Jono, hey, yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> that's you going, yeah, I'm sure they would have done that in a kind of, <laughs> it's not my house that burns down, better just give it a try. I'm not What do they say sure. about assumptions again? Yeah, yeah. yeah right, exactly. Makes an ass out of you and my house. It's like, so, uh, <laughs> like the, the first time, the first time I, uh, they had USB ports on an airplane. Remember when they had USB ports? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, cool, finally or whatever. And I had my USB headset and I, and I plugged it in thinking I would get audio from the stupid in entertainment system to my yeah, headphones. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Why did we just go through all this? Yeah. You know? It's, uh, yeah, it is. And, and I discovered as well in setting all this stuff up that apparently certain USB C cables will not transfer video. Yeah. You can't plug them into webcams. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's just great. Why? Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. 
And I think the cable industry wins out because I think for many people, I'm certainly guilty of this. You buy a cable for $8 or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't do what you want. And you're like, oh, whatever. I'll roll it up. I'll probably use it at some point in the future. Now and I've got loads of USB-C cable. I know. <laughs> I got a box. You pull it out the entire a whole hardcore policy <laughs> on this. When you work out that a cable is no good, put a label on it. Which says not good cable or doesn't do speed or something. I just toss it. I, I, if you actually chuck it away, then I'm like, I don't do that because then I just wouldn't have enough cables. <laughs> yeah. So what, yeah. what I what I did when I when I did, I know this is this is so stupid, but do do a nerd audit of all your cables and then everything I cared about, I went and got nice braided cables and all that stuff. Uh, you did. You did a. Ca- hang on. So so the Castro household does the cable audit and has a charging i, I just got review s- i got sick of it because I, I have party a kid, on like i have a kid now right and my dad and we were taking the kid somewhere my dad's like i was like did you charge his tablet because he'll melt down if you don't have his tablet he's like oh yeah i charged it but he plugged it into some slow charger or whatever and i was like oh god oh yeah and then You're i was screwed. like you know what all slow chargers are gone forever. Man, this, 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 this is like goes like oh yeah, but obviously I wouldn't use the Linux thing because who does that? But I did put all my cables in alphabetical order. You know, so. hey, look, I'm just trying to do. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to make my way through life. You know, I'm just holding on, man. You know, I, I just wanted my kid to have to watch stupid Paw Patrol so he wouldn't like yell. You know, and then Paw I Patrol. ended. Paw Patrol. Like, yeah, the solution wasn't to make sure that I had to give my dad the right charger. It was just to yeah. just throw away all my that, that's, like, that's such a good policy. I mean, yeah. this is right up there with, you know, one of these media games, like, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to buy all identical black socks and chuck all the rest yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I didn't did intend that. to get all Linux on it. I just went all Linux on it by default. Which it's, is dude, it's, at at <laughs> this point, man, it's just, it's in the DNA. Yeah, I'm screwed. Just built right in, <laughs> yeah. man. Right, yeah. so um, so we should say thank you very much to uh, George for coming. Um, yeah, thanks yes. for listening to our rambling, folks. If you yeah, made it to the end, you get a prize. Thank you to Marius um, of NerdZoom Media for doing all the editing. Now, hopefully you will have seen him edit this already in twitch and hope maybe you're listening to this on yes. twitch right now but we yep. will try we will try and um we will try to post on uh twitter or whatever uh johnny posting the slack when it happens well yeah. whatever we'll do we'll, we'll let you know when he's gonna do it we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll so. get the word out there one last thing i'm just gonna mention because i found it amusing i don't know if anyone else does but it's this website called way off it's a little quiz, wayoff.net. And what it is, is, um, it makes you, it, it tells you two things and asks you to compare their weights and say which one is heavier. So you think it'd be like, which is heavier, a bookcase or a dog or whatever. But it's all like, which is heavier, 600 trillion ants or the moon? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at this, 200 zillion human red blood cells or the Titanic. <laughs> it's just, I don't know why I find it so funny, but, but, but it's just hilarious. That sound fun to me. <laughs> it's just... It's, Is this it's, on the Steam Deck? All these bizarre, <laughs> I think I could, I think I could P- PWA that bad boy. The hey, dirt actually, Ack, <laughs> if you make it a web app and publish it to Flathub, it absolutely can go on my Steam Deck. Don't do that. You've got a browser on it. Just go in the browser to it. All right, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to you've got to modify the internal clock speed to open the browser. Come on, and, come on, and, uh, come on. 
you know. That's below the belt yeah. now. That's below the You're belt. You're going to enable ray tracing in the browser. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, so we will leave you, um, uh, Bad Voltage listeners, answering the question, which is heavier, a gorilla or four million peanuts? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so which, which, which do you think it is? Gorilla or four million peanuts? So what's a gorilla? Yeah. Four, 450 pounds, maybe? Oh, you have different units, though. You all use kilograms, yeah. don't you? It's, 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 yeah, but it's, it's only asking it's, which of those two is heavier. It doesn't matter what rubles. you measure it in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say yeah, four, it's, I'm it's, saying it's, four million peanuts, and I am correct. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. That's, that's good to know. <laughs> the unit of measurement in England is a blimey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a gorilla weighs 227 blimeys, and four million peanuts weighs 2,400 That's good to know. That's okay. <laughs> Wicked. So, well, yes. Thank you, George, for joining us. We always love you. you coming on Thanks the show. We love you, Poppy, and uh, and uh, we'll, but we're looking forward to having Jeremy back, and we'll see everybody on the next one. Yeah. Cool. Cheers. See you then.